One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Tuesday morning. You cannot make this up. Good news, very bad news for the New York Jets if you happen to follow football. The good news, the Jets went in overtime on a 65-yard punt return. The bad news on the live Monday night football broadcast New quarterback Aaron Rodgers injures his ankle on the team's fifth offensive play. Was ruled out for the remainder of the game, and now published reports indicate that he's likely done for the season an Achilles injury. You cannot make this up. The Jets' brand-new quarterback to take them to the Super Bowl on the fifth play of the offense, the fifth play, Matt Blaze, Kenneth Conley. Guys, join me on this. How could this happen? (laughs) Are you kidding me? That's all you can say. Are you kidding me? He makes, Kenneth, how much he makes? About $35 million this year? Oh, man, he's he's making bank. I know he took a pay cut right, just right, to join right, the team, but right. he's still making bank. I mean, that's tragic. The guy left his old team, said, see you guys later, got a good payday from the Jets. Now, he's like you said, he's going to get paid, and now he's most likely done for the year. If that's an Achilles, he's done. He's done. I mean, they're going to survive with Zach Wilson. We've already seen how that's yeah. fared for the Jets. Yeah, we've seen we've seen that script before. Now, Zach Wilson is better. We're going to get off of sports in a second. He is better now with the coaching of uh, Aaron Rodgers. Right. Oh, for sure. But, but I mean, Rodgers was sacked by the Bills' uh, edge rusher, uh, Leonard uh, Floyd, mm-hmm. and the superstar that's taking New York by storm. Kenneth Conley, Matt Blaze is now likely done for the season on the fifth offensive play. It can't get much more much worse for New York. The Giants get decimated by the Cowboys national television Sunday night, and now the Jets they lose their their star who's supposed to take them to the Super Bowl. <sighs> well, guys, thank thank you very much. You know, I I just I can't believe it. I I, I just I just can't believe it. You know. Well, it is it is unbelievable. The hype around Aaron Rodgers, just to get him in the first place, the back and the fourth with Green Bay coming to the Jets, they put him on hard knocks, so they, they showcase that. They put them in all these primetime games because it's Aaron Rodgers. He, <laughs> they, oh, hey, he, it was his dream to come to the New York Jets and all of this and all of this and the hype and the surround. We're waiting, we're waiting. They put him on the Monday night primetime game, week one, Fifth play, boom. It's over. It's over. It could be. We don't know yet. Right. We right, don't know yet. Right. Let's could, cross, let's cross could our fingers. Could be a high ankle sprain. They talk about, oh, he's in a boot. It doesn't look good. His age, all of these things that factor in. But it's all speculation until they actually put it out and say it's an Achilles. 
And if it is, he's done. Right. And like you said, Dominic, Zach Wilson, he is better. Aaron Rodgers is on the team. He is going to be a mentor to Zach Wilson. The team itself is better on both sides, offense and defense. So we'll see what happens. You never know in football. Every year is different. So you never know. No, no Aaron Rodgers, no Super Bowl. It really is that simple. The defense is wonderful. The defensive line is great. No Aaron Rodgers, you can kiss that Super Bowl. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, enough of sports, folks. Let's get to the topic at hand. The migrant crisis and cutting the potential of cutting police overtime. Here's what we know, folks that the NYPD, the NYPD can expect a flood of retirements, a flood of retirements, if Mayor Adams goes through with a plan to slash police overtime to save money for migrant cost cutting. Doesn't make any sense. It's cheaper to pay a police officer overtime than it is to hire another officer. It's cheaper to pay overtime than to hire another officer. Or you're just going to leave the streets uncovered to a degree, and, and we see how well that works. The NYPD folks can expect a lot of retirements. In fact, a flood if overtime is cut. <clears throat> so a lot of people within the uh, NYPD that are eligible to retire are going to leave if the overtime stops because then there's no incentive towards their pension. If they can do overtime, it counts towards their pension for years down the road. And if you don't dangle that carrot in front of them, why should they put up with the climate that is before them? Why should they put up with the uh, with the double guessing, with the criticism? And most importantly, if you don't dangle that carrot in front of them, why should they put their lives on the line? So, and New York's finest has not heard anything officially yet about a potential reduction in overtime, but such a move, it just would not make fiscal sense. They're already, the NYPD, they're already at low staff numbers, critical staffing uh, levels. And again, it's cheaper to pay overtime than it is to hire another officer because essentially the health care and other benefits have already been paid for when an existing officer picks up a shift. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. In addition, as I mentioned last night, to possible police, fire, sanitation, and correction overtime cuts. Can you imagine if you cut overtime for correction? You, you, you talk a while about Pennywise Pound Foolish. All branches of government and the Big Apple have been told to slash spending by 5% and potentially up to 15% by spring to cover, to mitigate the skyrocketing costs of the migrant crisis 
without more federal aid. We're going to start with your telephone calls in just a second. But the owner-operator of WABC, John Katsimatidis, appeared on the Fox Business Channel discussing the migrant crisis. John, is this city being destroyed, as uh, Mayor Adams says? We are systematically destroying our city. It, it, it is crazy what, what's, what's happening. I've suggested to Mayor Adams they take Rikers Island, not Randall's Island, where we're, we're hurting our own uh, kids. Take Rikers Island, change the name to Ellis Island 2. <laughs> Put them all on Rikers Island. Vect them. We want, yes, immigration. We want immigration. We don't want drug dealers. We don't want uh, terrorists. Uh, and you know what they're doing, uh, Stuart? They are emptying out the jails in all the co- countries in South America, sending them to America. Now, what I've heard the other day, they are emptying out the hospitals with AIDS people. AIDS and sending and saying, go to New York, they're going to cure you. Meanwhile, we both have a lot of people that are gay. And if, if they have sex with these uh, people with AIDS well, from South America, they're going to get sick. Points that that one cannot dispute. Let's start with our telephone calls here, folks. We are taking your calls up until the top of the hour. Let's begin with Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I have a suggestion for Alec, for Mayor Alec Adams. I think he should consider cutting his security detail and possibly paying for it out of his own pocket. (laughs) Well, you know that's not going to happen. Of course I know that, but I mean, that's basically what he's doing to the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. That this is true. This is absolutely true. Jacqueline, how do you see this migrant issue playing out? How does all of this end? How all that ends is Joe Biden has to shut down the border. That's basically how it all ends. And Eric Adams and Kathy crime wave hocus pocus needs to uh, stop welcoming these illegal immigrants, these illegal aliens with open arms, telling them to come here. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. Yes, we're a sanctuary city. We're a sanctuary state. Come on over. Come on over. Oh, now they're crying poverty that they can't pay the bills. And I mean, it's it, it, it's all it's all smoke and mirrors. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's it's just sickening. It's just sickening. I think that, like I said, Cut their security detail. Let them pay for their security detail out of their own pocket because that's exactly what they're doing to us. They're endangering all of us by the cuts that they want to make. And they need to turn the buses around, send them back to D.C., send them back to uh, Joe Biden, and let him deal with it. Let it be his headache. Agreed. I, I agree with you, Jacqueline. Thank you for the call this morning. You made some very, very valid points there. And uh, Jacqueline's not the only one. Uh, former uh, Democratic billionaire donor Michael Bloomberg, you know that name, the former mayor of New York City, he is ratcheting up pressure on Biden over the migrant crisis, uh, accusing Biden of turning a blind eye to the uh, U.S. broken border laws. Bloomberg, on one hand, is heaping praise on Adams for doing what he calls an admirable job, trying to cope with the lack of federal support over this uh, situation. Uh, As he wrote in a column uh, that the White House will be responsible, this is uh, Bloomberg's words, 
The White House will be responsible for sweeping Democratic losses up and down the ticket. Sweeping Democratic losses up and down the ticket in 2024 if the Biden administration doesn't wake up. Here's a quote from Bloomberg as we're about to go back to your calls. He says, think about it. The former mayor of New York City, we have a system that essentially allows an unlimited number of people to cross our borders, forbids them from working, offers them free housing and grants them seven years of residency before ruling on whether they can legally stay. This is what the 81-year-old uh former mayor of New York City has to say, adding it would be hard to devise a more backward and self-defeating system. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to Robbie in Jersey City. Good morning, Robbie. What's on your mind? Hey, Donna, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Go right ahead, Robbie. You said that most of the, uh, you know, the old-timers are leaving the force. Of course, maybe that's perhaps the right thing to do. But what happens when the Greenhorns come in? And what type of training are they going to get that they can only get from a long-termer? You know, the paper goes out the window, but when you're on the field, you have to learn from your captains, from the lieutenants. They're just going to be walking around in the dust. They don't don't know what to do. they got to learn to hustle the street to stay alive. What are the Greenhorns going to do? Who are they going to follow? Who, Who are they going to emulate? Well, you, you're yeah. co- you're correct about that, Robbie. When you know, when the more seasoned officers, ju- just like every industry, the more seasoned individuals teach the newcomers, and and that's how you learn. That's how you move forward. It's I I don't know, Robbie. I I wish I had an answer for you. Mess. It's a mess, Dominic. <laughs> it's a mess. I don't know. It is. I wouldn't be in your shoes for nobody. It's such a mess, bro. <laughs> well, I thank- love New York. You love New York, you said, Robbie? Yes, sir, I do. I was born in Manhattan. All right. Well, we'll we'll take it, Robbie, in Jersey City. Thank you for calling this morning here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Good morning, Richard. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Mr. Carter. I, I, nice talking with you. Uh, but I disagree that it's not a migrant crisis at all. I think this country needs labor, people willing to work. Number two, these people ought to go to these rust belt cities all through the, all through the country, be given a piece of property and establish their own schools, their own churches, whatever they want. And oh, it becomes oh, a little that, tourist attraction. Isn't Can you that hold nice? on? No, 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 I can't hold on. Isn't that nice, Robbie? Richard, excuse me. You want to give American resources to migrants, and then you want to chide me and tell me to hold on? Yes, because I'm not finished. Number two, these migrants are not uneducated. Okay. Some of them have okay. traveled so long Richard, So, Richard, are you going to pay for this? Yes. Okay, do you have enough money to cover the entire bill? 
No, of course not. Okay, However, so why, so why should we? Happy. So why should we? I would we? be very happy. I would be very happy in a place upstate that I used to have, a, whatever, where I could get inexpensive labor, a whole family. I never met a South American or an immigrant that wasn't willing, ready, and able. Okay. They should be given a work permit immediately. Okay. You, you said that. You said that. So, Richard, so Richard yes, who, who's going to pay for this? I think the United States government will be paid back handsomely for willing workers. Oh, really? Long so- ago, long ago, they were given a mule and fifty acres to go to, to California. Why not have that same policy, but on the way go to a Rust Belt city? Okay, I, I, Richard, house, you said that, Richard. Down. Richard, you yes, said sir? that. So, who's going to reimburse the citizens of New York City when those people? Have established a little thriving oh, community. When? Wait down a the road. Oh, why not? Why down not? the road. Why not? Yeah, down no, no, the road. Very fast. Very fast. These people are woods people, uh, woodsmen. They know how to build. Mm. They know how to farm. They know how to recycle. They know how to be good when they have the opportunity okay. to be good. I got and it, they're Richard. not thieves. I, I never I, met Richard. Upper, yes, sir. So I'm what's listening. so what's going to happen when some of the women have multiple babies that they're not paying for? How do you know they're not pay- if they have their own community and okay, they establish but that's their down own the road. No, no, no. I'm talking about own- Richard. I'm talking and, about right here and right now. Women that are going to be right, dropping yeah. babies within nine months. I think immediately they should be given a place in a Rust Belt city with a roof over their head, even if it's got holes in it and it leaks because these people know how to build. Not all of them are uneducated. Some of them were educators. Some of them were nurses. Some of them were, you know, plumbers, the whole okay. range. Okay, so Richard, not coming from stupid countries. Richard, okay, Richard, hold on a second. I want to bring in, let's, uh, at random, Jack in Baltimore, Maryland. So, Jack, you're listening to Richard in Manhattan make a case for why the migrants should be welcomed and embraced here. What do you say? I want you guys to chat with each other live. I think I think he's off the wall. Uh, I think we all pay a heavy price for it. And it's a big insult for him to say that American workers aren't willing and able to work as hard as the illegals that come in here. That's a big insult, dude. Seriously. Okay, Richard. You have employees. We're ready and willing to work hard. We all are. You know, uh, they, you know something. The biggest gripe among employers is that employees want more than they're able to uh, to produce, and that is a big problem in America. Everybody is entitled, and you know something. Everybody is not entitled, and they want the government to pay for the whole bill for everything from food. Everybody's school. entitled. Who's everybody? Everybody who knows how to work the system is on the dole somewhere. I, and so, I wait, wait. Believe. So Americans are entitled, but the migrants are not. I said the the migrants should be given a piece of property and show the, show the United States and, what they can and, do. And, when and given what about the Americans, Richard, that have not been given pieces of property? Well, Americans, many of them have had property or apartments, and for one reason or another, they either lost it or they got they enjoyed it so much they partied every night and spent the money instead oh, oh, of and on the, taxes. And, and the migrants, are, the, migrants are not, the migrants are not the migrants are not 
The migrants are not partying every night and boozing it up. They're not doing that, I, Richard. I, have, I, I live in a very good neighborhood, and it's a very mixed neighborhood, and there's a lot of traffic through here. And whoever I meet, wherever they're from, and some of them I know are poor migrants. They're doing whatever, returning soda bottles, whatever they can, and most of them are very pleasant okay and jack okay okay wait richard I, I heard you said that like 18 times i heard that jack your, your reaction before we wrap up you two guys how, how do you plan how do you plan on setting out who's good and who's bad and who, who who's 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 gonna make trouble and who's not who's gonna drink the night away and go out on the road and and drink and drive and kill an american which has happened many many times before are you going to vet them out? You're going to stand there at the border and vet them out, but that's not happening right now. Your voice does not improve your argument. But but I would what, like to keep okay, it but, okay, but, but Richard, but he's making a hell of a point, Richard. The point, who, the who's, point who's going to vet them? If these, if these people are say living in some little community that they okay. established, Richard, can you please, turn, Richard, Richard, can you address enforcement. Richard, Richard, have, Richard, 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 you said they'll have their own enforcement, right? That's what you just said, right? Yeah, well, that's so, what they do in their okay. little villages that okay. they come from. Okay, so then, how are Americans dying at the hands of migrants then? I have not heard about that. Oh, I've come heard on. All right, Richard, that that's ridiculous. Okay, that's enough. That's ridiculous. You're done. Richard, I tried listening to your la-la-la land argument, but that is ridiculous. Jack, you have the final say before I move on. He's living in his own world. I wanted to say I can't believe that a judge hasn't come out and ruled against uh, um, you know, New York. Uh, Eric uh, Adams is spending taxpayer cash into oblivion no judge could come up and say this is illegal it's not your money to do whatever you want with i mean i think it's it's insane 12 billion dollars plus and that's that's legal that's okay he could do whatever he wants with the taxpayer dough i i just think it's it's insane i can't believe that there hasn't been anything spoken about it or any judge that comes out and rules against what what the mayor is doing i, I think it's insanity Right. I, I hear you, Jack, and I agree with you. Thank you for the call from Baltimore. But there has to be some type of legal action in order for a judge to uh, rule on this. Let's go to uh, Tom in Boston, and then we're going to go to Corey in Florida. But, Tom, go right ahead. Good morning. Hi, hi Dominic. Good morning. Listen, Dominic, this was all planned. When when uh, Donald Trump said you're communist, fascist, he was talking socialist. He was talking about the Democratic Party. This was all planned. This is a Cloward and Piven deal. Cloward and Piven, two socialists that thought of ways to bring down the United States of America. And one of the ways was to flood the country with illegal immigrants. Now they're releasing people from prisons and mental institutions, uh, and these countries get rid of them. And send them over to this country. This 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 uh, president we have is a a, a total uh, disgrace. A total disgrace. Uh, well, I, I I hear you, Tom, and and uh, and I I appreciate your call. And to your point, uh, they're not being vetted, and God only knows what we are dealing with. Corey in Florida. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. 
Good morning, Dom. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to speak on uh, that gentleman, Richard, or something, uh, what his name was, and all these people who would like to take in these um, migrants, how many of them they would have in their own homes. Because I think it's a great idea. And if people like Nancy Pelosi, who has hundreds of acres of vineyards, and, you know, President uh, Obama with all his homes, why, why, don't, why aren't they taking some of these migrants in temporarily? Hmm. Do as I say, not as I do. You, you know the answer to that, Corey. Corey, I, I appreciate your call. Folks, I, I've got to take a break. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, we're going to Norman in Brooklyn. Other calls, Pennsylvania, Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, Los Angeles, Mineola, New Jersey, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. Unbelievable, folks. Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the New York Jets, may be done for the entire season. The fifth play on offense for the Jets on Monday Night Football, and he goes down with an Achilles uh, injury. Uh, MRI expected later on today. Hopefully the season's not over, but in all likelihood, you can kiss Aaron Rodgers goodbye for this year. We are dealing with the issue of migrants and the city of New York looking at cuts between 5 and 15%, cutting overtime for the NYPD. You have a lot of senior officers Senior is defined by years on the job that will stay on because the overtime pads their pension for years down the road. Without that padding, there's really no incentive to stay on the job. So if you cut the overtime, you're going to be looking at a lot of police officers saying, bye-bye, I'm done. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I prefer I would have preferred to talk with you about alligators, but let's go to this one. Okay. Um, the this wait uh, wait this wait guy, Norman this, wait 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 well, what what happened with alligators? No, well you know they they caught the one in Jersey and you know he, they're you know they're probably feeding him and taking care of him. He'll get nice and big and. Maybe they'll release them in Rockland. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the issue at hand. Go ahead. Okay, the issue in hand. Um, You know, I'm hearing that the voice, you know, it's interesting. The other guy, I I think think he was from Baltimore, he got got angry, and so did I. I mean, you know, the the, the passive-aggressive, smarmy way that guy was speaking just drove me crazy okay he lives in a nice neighborhood in manhattan oh i'm glad 
Um, you know why? Because 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 Adams is not putting okay these migrants on places like the Upper East Side or the Upper West Side. Okay, he's not putting them there, which is you know I think that's sort of logical because you know he's putting them in, in neighborhoods like my neighborhood or you know. Uh, Putting putting them putting them in neighborhoods in Queens where people have homes and and you know and and are you know lower middle class and and have less assets to keep these people out of there. Okay, and okay, that's that's my point. Number number two. Um, you know, he says, oh, these people are educated. These people are not educated. Number one, he's talking about a hundred. First thing is 125 nations coming through our borders, not just he's saying South Americans. Most of, most of these people, I think, are from Central America. These people are most of them are functionally illiterate. A lot of these people, I mean, you know, they don't have skills. They, these people, I mean, if anything, they're innocents. But, you know, I mean, these people are not educated. I don't know what this guy is smoking over there. And, you know, I, I, and it's, it's just these, you know, I, I'll tell you, my clients live in Manhattan, and I get a lot of this frustrating attitude from them because I don't think they're seeing it. You know, they're not seeing Unless you're Midtown, you would see it. And, you know, uh, but if, you, if you're living on the Upper East Side, you're not seeing it. They're not putting them in their neighborhood there. Hmm. Well, the reason why I enjoyed the, uh, the gentleman's call, because I believe in letting people speak. And I feel and I feel it's important to hear the other side, no matter how warped it may be for for people to hear what right. others actually think. And so right. I, I appreciate your 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 account, Norman, about your um, your your home in uh, in Brooklyn. I received several right. emails uh, about that. Uh, people, you know, saying that they had heard you comment on that, and you're worried about the property value of your home. We feel your pain because of the uh, yeah. the migrant situation. And, yeah, I mean, my answer to that guy is. You know, uh, a lot of these people coming through are educated from China, from Iran, from wherever. And, you know, I, I you know, it, it, we, OK, um, uh, good fences make good neighbors. OK, if you don't have if you don't have a border, if you don't have a border. You got chaos, man. So, you know, and, and also I, I don't even want to get into it with that guy. I mean, what does it do? How does it destabilize all these countries where these people I mean, these people are these these countries in Central America are going to empty out and come here. And what the hell does that do to their country? Right now, countries? right now, uh, nobody's thinking about that because of free. Yeah, free, nobody's thinking. Free. That's the problem. Norman, thank you for the call. Let's go from Brooklyn to Pennsylvania. Let's say good morning to Stu. Stu, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. It's like a dog chasing its tail. You know, you can go both ways with this. People that working in McDonald's and fast food want $20 an hour. And for what? Flipping burgers. Uh, but then you say to yourself, why do people want to come to America to work and to have things when all they have to do is do the same thing in their own geographic peninsula that we did? We have a constitution. We have unalienable rights. We have freedom of speech. If they did it in their own country, 
and stood up, they wouldn't even have to move. They just stay right there, and they can have all the work freedom that they want. They're, but, 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 Stu, when we're being honest, they don't want to stay in their country. They want to come here and be given yeah. things. Well, and, and the more that we have, the more diluted it gets, and the less freedom and the less free things are going to be here. They're not going to get their Obama foam for free. They're not going to get their Billy Biden uh, pencil and crayon set for free. It's all going to be given away. You know, so is, is it really about people coming here? Is it about people orchestrating the demise of this country because it's a hurdle in the way of the globalists? They just don't want people being free. They want them under their thumb and under their heel. And the way to do it is bring in Trojan horses and uh, overrun the country. So, you know, that's my thoughts here, Dominic. Uh, thanks for your your input. And I appreciate guys like you that put thank out you. something. Thank you, Stu. And thank you for your call uh, from Pennsylvania this morning. Let's go from PA to Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. What's on your mind? What's on my mind is what's happening with Ellis Island, too. (laughs) I would love to see a plan or, Dominic, maybe you could hold a conference. You know, (laughs) we need to get that moving. I mean, state-of-the-art doctors, uh, nurses, uh, people being vetted in a in a facility like John said in at Rikers. Well, it, I, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense, Kathy, doesn't it? It does, and I think you know when Biden talks about the dog faced pony soldiers, lying dog faced pony soldiers. Right. He's well, talking about himself. Well, the uh, the the president was um, was discussing the fact. Uh, Monday that he was at the World Trade Center site in New York City one day after the 9-11 attacks, despite his own autobiography placing him in D.C. Then the other day he was in uh, Vietnam talking about he wants a nap and and that he wanted to go to sleep. So, Kathy, I guess that says it all, correct? Yeah, and it's very sad. I mean, and I think he brought Kamala Harris into New York City. He did. I hate to say this, but it's a sign. If, to me, it occurs like, is this a sign Kamala, Har- Kamala Harris is stepping up for every former president? They've always done it. And she's there. I just didn't like it. I'll be honest. I right. didn't like it at all. Well, fair, fair enough, Kathy. Thank you for your telephone call. Folks, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls Angel, Staten Island. Good morning, Angel. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning. Good morning, my brother, uh, Dominic. You're you're an amazing person. I love your show. And I Thank look you. I forward to it all the time. Thank you. That's very uh, nice of you to say. Thank you. But I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, sir. Um, I want to let you know that um, I just found out that they're building tunnels. The Mexican drug cartels are building tunnels from Mexico into Yuma, Arizona, under the nose of ICE. And, and um, you know, they're bringing all kinds of stuff to this, to this country, fentanyl, human trafficking, um, weapons, maybe nuclear weapons. Who knows? So this is what's going on right now. Our country's being completely destroyed. Mayor Adams is, is smacking, is, is disrespecting veterans, American citizens, and, um, 
and the police and everybody else who he's cutting the programs for. It's just it's a complete disgrace. I'm disgusted, and I want to get out of this. I want to I want to leave this country. It's just, it's complete. It's over. It's over, Dominic, and and I don't see any way of it coming back. I'm curious, Angel, and you probably don't know the answer to this. Do you know how they actually uh, build the tunnels? Do they have like cheap labor digging them out? Do you know how it's done? No, Dominic, I don't know how it's done. All I know is that they're doing it. It's highly sophisticated. They're doing it right under the nose of ICE, and um, it's it's it's. We have no more national security. Our country is being taken over. It's an invasion, and there's nothing that that's. That's stopping it. And, you know, as far as 9-11 is concerned, we're, it's not even a question of, of if, it's going to be when. And, and we're not even prepared. And I'm really scared about that as well, uh, Dominic. Well, Angel, I, I appreciate your call. And, um, you know, it's often, it's often you, the listeners, that hear things before others do. And so you heard it from Angel that the cartels are building tunnels from Mexico to Arizona uh, for migrants. Thank you for that call, Angel. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Time for a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and we'll go to Westchester, Queens, New Jersey, Mineola, Los Angeles, and Brooklyn. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Former President Donald Trump on Monday blasted the federal judge set to hear his trial on charges that he unlawfully tried to remain in power following his 2020 election loss, calling on the judge to recuse herself from the case. Lawyers for the 77-year-old former president are arguing that U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin has made disqualifying statements while presiding over the trials of individuals who entered the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. They are alleging that Chutkin's, uh, the judge, her remarks will taint the proceedings against Trump and here's a quote here. Although Judge Chutkin may genuinely intend to give President Trump a fair trial and may believe that she can do so, her public statements unavoidably taint those proceedings regardless of outcome. The filing continues that the public will reasonably and understandably question why Judge Chutkin arrived at all her decisions in this matter impartially or in full or in fulfillment of her prior negative statements regarding President Trump. We are taking your telephone calls up until the uh, top of the hour uh, for a second night. Let's go to Adam and Mineola. Good morning, Adam. What's on your mind? How you doing today, sir? I'm good, um, Adam. Go I'm, right ahead. I'm trying to stay on subject, but you kind of changed it just now with that Trump stuff. But let me get to the migrants real quick. Um, you know, Trump had the Congress 2017, 2018. He had the Senate. He had the House. He didn't do nothing about the, the immigration or nothing. Do, do you know that? Okay, so, so Adam, so... 
Yes, sir. I, I'm saying this with a straight. It, do you really believe that? Oh my God! Yes, sir. That's so, so okay. So wait. So so he didn't. He didn't try to build the wall. Sir, we ain't talking about a wall. We're talking about legislation, sir. No, 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 no. Yo, wait, 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 Adam. You're yes, talking yes. about legislation. I thought you started out by saying he didn't do anything about the immigration issue. He did. Sir. He built the wall. He tried sir, to. 250 miles, sir. 250 okay. miles, sir. That ain't do nothing, okay? That's okay. why we have the problem now. Okay, sir. so 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 when, when, when he started separating the, the family units and so on, a strong line on, on the southern border, on shutting, that didn't do anything to, to help the problem either, huh? Did mess up family, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it did. But let me just say something. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what you just talked about, I'm switching the subject a little bit. You just talked about that he wants chucking off the case. What about getting that judge off of Florida off the case, being that he appointed her? Isn't it biased that he appointed her when she have, she would have favorable rulings in this, like she did before and made an ass out of herself because they overruled what she, what she okay. said? So, so, Adam, why not yes, just sir. say when you call up that you hate Trump's guts? Because every call that you no. make, that's essentially what you say. No, sir, I'm just talking to you. I'm, I'm trying to stay. I don't want you to ban me, man. I, I like no, no, you, man. no, 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 Adam. You're, you're very respectful. I have no reason at all to to ban you. As long as long oh, as you're respectful, right. we, 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 I'm not even thinking like that. I'm just saying, why not call up and say, "Listen, I hate Trump," and then go into your points because essentially that's what you're saying. Sir, I don't hate nobody, sir. Okay, you can't be a Christian and hate people. You can't can't be both. Okay. Okay. Um, but. You know, like, y'all favor him on this station for some reason. You know, you don't even talk about the 91 indictments that he got. You really don't. Yeah, like, they don't even exist. You know? Well, maybe but, uh, may, maybe, maybe yeah. they shouldn't exist. Yes, you ever think about that? Maybe they shouldn't exist? Yes. Well, let's look at the prison system, sir, with all those black people in there, been in there for years and decades, and their crimes existed. So Trump's crimes exist also, sir. But I, I don't see the equation. You're you're saying black people in jail, and so that means that Trump – I, I, I don't understand that one, Adam. Okay, well, Trump committed some crimes allegedly, 91 different felonies. Let him go to trial. Put him for the speedy trial. Let's clear his name if he's innocent. Sir. Okay, so are you, so, get so judges off the case. And okay, all so that. so what, what, well, that 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 that's a position. That that that's a courtroom tactic. Lawyers, uh, uh, defendants have the right if they feel that they're going to be. I mean, can you deny that this judge has all but blamed January six on on Mr. Trump because she has. And she's sure. gonna and she's gonna preside over his trial, Adam. Come on now, sure. All right, you want to get another judge if they allow it, they allow. But let's get another judge in Florida, also then. Okay, let Jack Smith put in some type of motion to get rid of that garbage judge that favored Trump in Florida, and let's see how good y'all like that one. Mm, mm. Well, you, you, you're st- you're stating plurally. You just said y'all. Um, I. Hey, I, you're entitled to your opinion, Adam, but but I have no reason, none whatsoever, 
to uh, to ban your calls. You're very respectful when you call. You make your points. Ninety nine percent of them I don't agree with, but but you make but but you, but you make your points, and and you're entitled you're entitled to do so. Every every person calling up here is entitled to state their opinion, and I respect uh, where you're coming from. I I thank you for your call. And last night you said you were. Uh, you said you were driving home from work, and so I believe it's about that same time. And we hope you drive carefully and get get home uh, safely. Susan in Brooklyn, good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Okay, well, I have a question for you because I thought just recently when um, Adams went to uh, to try to get some funding, he didn't go to D.C., and um, some, I don't think Biden would meet with him, but his people said, "Hey, you know what? Um, we're gonna, we're not gonna fund you now, but we'll take care of things after the election." So, is this just part of the chaos that the Biden administration um, is uh, is is going to, you know, have this enormous? Uh, a really dangerous situation that is brewing there with, uh, uh, you know, all this uh, conflict. Uh, did you hear that? Did you hear that, that I, Biden I, said I, that Biden we'll take said care what, of you after the election or this? Well, people? oh no, no, no. What, what Biden has said, what what his people have indicated is that the president won't move on this, the migrant issue, until after the election. That's what what that's what his people, President Biden's people, have been quoted as uh, as stating, Susan. So, what do you make of that? Uh, that that he is stating that uh, you know he's not going to move on it before the election. He knows that. So is that, he just allowing a very dangerous, uh, explosive situation in New York City? Well, I, I, but I, but I, get, but I, get, I guess, Susan, the reason why he's not going to move on it, this is pure speculation on my part. We here on the East Coast think that the migrant issue in New York is the be all and end all. You still have Texas. You have all the border states. And if you move on this in New York, you can't overlook those states. So it's not just New York. It's the Texases of the world, the border states. He's going to have to do something for them as well. And so, but again, uh, according to the quotes from his people, he's not going to do anything until after the election. I'm not saying it's well, right. I'm just telling you, Susan, that's, that's, those are the quotes. Well, I just pray for, uh, for, for the city because this is just, this is a ticking time bomb. Agreed. Uh, we can agree on that, Susan. Thank you. Let's go from Brooklyn to North Carolina. Let's say good morning to Russell. Good morning, Russell. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Listen, I I, I have guys I work with, and um, one's from Trinidad. A uh, couple of them are from uh, one's one's a second generation Jamaican immigrant. Couple are uh, descendants of slaves, and you know what? They 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 support Donald Trump because they realize the freaking lie that everybody's been sold, and, and it's like this is a guy who is going to do 
criminal justice reform and and just changed the whole scene because like everybody else, you know, Obama all the rest everybody, every Bush they're all warmongers and they're all they're all just selling a freaking lie, man. And and I, I enjoyed a Dominican cigar tonight and a woman owned beer. So, you know, hey, it's all good, right? <laughs> I mean I so, I'm trying to cover all the bases. Yeah, here, I Donald. see. I see. So yeah, you said I you mean, said I think I'm covering everything, right? So you said a Dominican uh cigar and a woman well, owned a, beer? It was a um uh a black and mild casino which is made in the Dominican Republic. And I had a um new Belgium Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA, which is a woman-owned brewery out in Colorado. And, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to cover all the bases, man. But no, but seriously. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I mean, but seriously, I I like good quality. I don't care who makes it, if it's women, if it's minorities. Or there you go. Good whatever. quality. Good quality. And, that's it. Right. Exactly. There Thank we you. go. Thank you, Russell, North Carolina. Right. In a moment, we're going to bring in Frank Morano, the other side of uh, midnight. But let's go to George in Queens. Good morning, George. What's on your mind? George, are you with me? George is not there. Let's go to Glenn in Westchester. Good morning, Glenn. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I love your show. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say, Glenn. Um, my question is, why isn't someone with power, like a John Kasmatidis, um, stopping Adams from destroying our city? That's that's a great question. I, I Mr. Kasmatidis has talked about on air that he has talked to Mayor Adams about uh, the migrant issue, about the crime issue. But at the end of the day, Mayors are elected on their own, and they're going to go whichever way that they want to. But I hear you, Glenn. It's a good point about about uh, power uh, getting in Mayor Adams' ear to uh, correct this thing, right? But can't he go, go at him legally? No. Can't charges be brought up against him like he lost his mind and he's destroying our city? No, no, no. No, no, that that that's not the way to go, and it's not done that way. But, Glenn, I thank you for the call. I'm short on time. I have to bring in my colleague, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what what's going on? What do you have coming up? Uh, very exciting. Going to have on a guy that we both saw the other night, Tony Orlando, a legendary singer, entertainer, our colleague here at WABC. He's going to join me in about a half hour. And... In the 3 o'clock hour, we're going to talk with Kenny Bulwark, who is a tour guide who does these rat tours all over New York City. He takes tourists on tours of rats. And I'm not talking about mafia turncoats, but actually (laughs) rats. We'll find out who would want to go on these tours. How do you know where to look for rats? I have a lot of questions for this gentleman. Wow. A rat tour. A rat tour. Rat tours, actually, yeah. I can probably get you a comp ticket, Dominic, if you want to. <laughs> if you want to go, I asked my wife; she didn't have any interest. Uh, now, do Frank? Do you have any interest of uh, going on a rat tour? 
I don't know. I want to hear more about it. I, I'm up for. I'm up for anything, right? I, so I, uh, when you see one of these New York City rats mm-hmm. that's as big as a cat, yeah. you're telling me that you're going to be cool <laughs> with that and be like, "Oh, look!" You know, I used to work um, nights and take the subway late at night, and it was the scariest thing in the world when you'd fall asleep waiting for the subway, and then you'd see one right near your foot. Yes. I mean, that was just. Awful. Uh, that uh, might have gotten me off the tour train. You know, I'm still, one morning I was about to get into my car and the rat was running along the curb. So I'm scared to step down off the oh, curb geez. because I'm afraid that Ben and his family <laughs> will be there greeting me. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight ben. is coming up, folks. Have a great day. I'll see you back in 24 hours.